I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The real Brian show. We are back. Caffeinatrix is back. Although I, you know, hear she's now going by trendsetter. So get it right, people. Okay. All right. You know, the hints of fall are starting to approach. Just kind of feels like it. We're going to be chatting about a lot of fun stuff today. So let's get positive. Let's smile and let us end our week right. Was he African? African. African. No. He was American and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just like you. Okay. Jew. It's an odd crime for a Jew to yeah, commit. Yeah, pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. No, you don't. No. no, that's not what I said. Is that what you heard me say? I said he looked like you. Do you look like an African Jew? No, I look like a cop. Yeah. <sighs> he was Caucasian. Let's rock it. Welcome back to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for listening. I'm the real Brian, and I look like a cop as well because sometimes I put on a police uniform and the sweet aviator shades and drive around with the lights on my car. Is that illegal, Captain Influence, to put lights on your car if you're not a cop? Uh, I'm Captain Influence, and I'm also Caucasian. Um, no, I said a cop. A, a cop, like see. I know you did. Yeah. I know, but then he said, then she said Caucasian. He was Caucasian. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and I just wanted to let everyone know I'm also Caucasian. And, and oh. to answer your question, yes, I think it is illegal uh, okay, to okay. at least at least work the lights on your car if you're not a police officer. But okay, you know, one of my pet peeves is Brian. What's that? You know, how people can buy old cop cars, especially the ones that like have Brothers. lights on them. Yeah, they yeah. can buy old cop or not 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 the not like cop cop cars like in Blues Brothers. I mean, like old undercover cop cars where they have the little uh, spotlights on the sides oh, where the yeah, right yeah. above the uh, yeah. the rear view mirrors yeah. or the side view mirrors. I really, really hate that because if I am driving up to you or past you, I'm going to think you might be a police officer and like, oh, is that a cop? Even though, you know, we all have that thing where even though we're not doing anything wrong, when you see a police officer, it's, it's, got a, it's a mitigating factor, right? When you see a cop car driving by or following you or whatever, you get a little nervous, right? For are whatever you, are, reason. Are you lot- scared of the police? No, not at all. Do but you, Captain. But are, I are, have do that. Do you have a guilty rea- conscience? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I have that reaction. And I think a lot of you can can, can uh, relate to this. I have that reaction no, I where I get nervous. And so when I see a, a car that looks like it might be a cop car and it's not, it pisses me off. Okay. Was that TMI or what? Wow. You know, what's funny though, is that actually I can't relate. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. You can relate? Natalie. Okay. Caffeinatrix. Or trendsetter you, you're, or something. If you're out driving on, on the road, wherever, doesn't matter, interstate, highway, whatever. And there's a cop following you. Do you get a little mm-hmm. nervous? I know that I'm not doing anything wrong, um, but yes, I definitely can relate to that. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a cop behind me or oh my gosh, there's a cop right there. Okay, got to be on my best behavior until they can't see me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm telling you guys, the sky is blue, whether, whether Brian can relate or no, not. I'm totally we, kidding. Most actually. of us can relate. I'm totally kidding with you guys. And yes, you know, here's the thing. I used to relate to that until I had, you know, had some conversations with policemen, uh-huh. you know, friends, family, et cetera, that are now policemen. And they had all said, you know, if you're going like five over or under, we're, we're probably not going to pull you over <laughs> because like, probably who cares? I mean, unless they're bored and it's a small town, you know, but if you're in like a normal size city or larger, they're probably not going to yeah. mess with you if you're going five ish over, yeah. but it's the, you know, they're trying well, to catch the people that are like 10 plus over and stuff. And, but again, it depends sure. on where they're at, what they're doing. Is there a quota in their town? Who knows? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a wild card factor there. So, you know, it's funny though. It's true. These cops will also say the people that I talked to is they said, what annoys them is how, when they're driving, everyone else will slow down and Uh go like way (laughs) under the speed limit. And they said, sometimes they'll go way under the speed limit too, just to kind of mess with people. And so everybody slows down to like 30 and a 40 and no one will pass the cop. And they're like, it frustrates them too. Cause they're like, and I was like, I feel like you should be pulling over for pulling people over for going too slow. So usually yeah. it's like if I see a cop now in the slow lane and they're going like 30, 10 miles under, I'll pass them. I'll just be like, yeah, bye. I, I'm going to go in the speed limit, you know, and people will not do it though. It's the funniest thing. So no, I totally understand where you're coming from. I was just totally giving uh, you a hard time. I just love how randomly our opening conversations go on the oh, show. I love, and fantastic. that quote is like one of my, it's so funny. Like <laughs> He looks like you. Do you look like an African Jew? No, ma'am. I look like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh dude. Now, oh well. Now hey. the question is though is what movie is that from? So let us know what movie that's from. Do chime in. Okay. So how are you? Caffeinatrix, trendsetter, Natalie, Miss I don't know, designer. <laughs> what do we call you now? Oh, I'm living it up to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Leave it in the comments. <laughs> So you could be like, um, I'm Natalie, a.k.a. Trendsetter, formerly known as Caffeinatrix or the artist formerly known as the designer, formerly known as Caffeinatrix. You could go with that. Yeah, do that. Pull yes. a little I'd be OK with the formerly thing because I yeah. coined the name Caffeinatrix. And so I'm kind of fond of it. But if you did the Prince thing, that would be great. I like both names. I <laughs> I'm like a fan of all too. of them. So, well, that's good. That means that you just like diversity Everything. and variety and beauty. The beauty of life. Thanks for joining us again. It's been a while. Actually, it really hasn't been, but it feels like it has. It feels like it has. Everything during COVID is just, it feels like an eternity. I know. But But we're here. I'm glad to be back. Well, thank you. Yes. And what are you drinking? Or what do you normally drink? I normally am drinking water, but I just had to say that I've added a new drink to my morning routine, which is... Chai. Chai? Chai. Chai. Like oat milk. Ooh, wait. What I kind? just buy. Hmm? What, what kind of chai, first of all? It's just the like Tazo, like chai concentrate you can buy because it's okay. sold like anywhere. So it's easy to access, but it's also super easy to make. I just do like half chai mix and then steam some oat milk to go with it. And I'm uh. just like, I so enjoy waking up going brushing my teeth, showering, whatever, and then going downstairs to have my chai in the morning. And it has been something really nice Nice. during summer classes, which are now over. Thank goodness. Yes. But it was just something like a really nice thing. I also have this mug collection. I don't know if anyone knows about this, but I don't think so. um, 
Yes, I have this mug collection and I have a ton of mugs. And the requirements to fit into the collection are that it has to be an animal mug. Oh. Mm. It can't just be a regular mug with like a picture of an animal on it. Lame. It has to be like the shape of an animal. Sweet. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. I so about. I have a lot. I have a lot. And that is also one reason why I look forward to the chai in the morning is nice. because I get to dive into my mug collection and choose a different animal to start the day every day. <laughs> so have you ever have you ever broken any of your animal mugs? No, I oh, haven't. Good. Oh, they, good for you. Some of the paint does kind of get chipped off a little bit because they're like ceramic and they're painted mm-hmm. usually. And so when I wash them, I wash them by hand, but it's kind of inevitable. But yeah, no, so, thankfully. Does Yoda count as an animal since he's not an actual human? Oh my gosh. I wish I had a Yoda mug. You I know, though, one. I, I actually, have a Yoda mug have, and it's in his shape. I have Chewbacca. Oh, his shape. <laughs> nice. I also have the Grinch. Oh, Christmas mug. <laughs> That's my Christmas mug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Then if you could get a Santa Claus, which do you have one? I do. Okay. See, so that's where you got to put your hot chocolate. Not just animals. Okay. Wow. Yes. I have awesome. a lot. There's a lot. I also have this awesome octopus one. Oh, weird. Do you drink um, out of one of its tentacles? <laughs> no, the tentacle is she the handle. The tentacle. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, okay. Cool. So yeah, you're, you're I have a okay, lot. okay. I'm thinking you need like a giant. Well, I'm going to say definitely crocodile because they have pointier jaws than an alligator does. So like a crocodile mug and it has to like kind of come out the bottom jaw and it's like in the, you know, cause it gets narrow and narrower and then it just oh. right into your mouth. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have one of those. <laughs> That's too bad. We got to work on but. some really creative ones here for you. So, okay. Tell you what, I'm going to start getting creative with some ideas. See if we can find them and you'll have to say, oh, yep, I have that. Or, oh my gosh, no, I don't. And I need that. Oh my that. gosh. Yeah. Send them my way. <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever see any, you know who would appreciate it. Mug collection. Me. I love it. Yes. That's cool. See, there, that is a cool thing that you nerd out about that I did not know. Yeah. Cool. I wasn't even planning on saying that. I know, but it's neat. It's kind of like, that's really cool. I love mugs too. And I've yeah, never, they're so cute. never done anything they're quite so like that. Cute. So, but that's neat. That's cool. I have to send you a photo. <laughs> yes, please. Oh my, yes. Send me a photo of you with your mug so we can put it in the show notes. That'd okay, awesome. great. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to uh, put them all out on the counter. Yes. <laughs> for you. It'll be fun. I'm drinking, a, great. I'm drinking what they call the American roots tea. I think I've talked about this on the show before, maybe last year or something, but it's, you know, from our, our local happy luckies tea shop. George yes. hates coffee, by the way, the, the owner. He's like, oh, coffee, terrible. Only you should drink tea. It's funny. He's, he's hilarious. Has he he's tried a, Folgers? He's a purist. Oh, are oh, you God. kidding? Folgers? He, Folgers? Probably not there. Actually, Captain, he's, pro- <laughs> he's probably like, I've never had good coffee, but if he were to drink Folgers, he would probably give up tea forever, sell you his shop know. and start drinking Folgers. I bet you're right. As long as he mixes the <laughs> creamer with it, you never know, dude. Our nation. Okay, so no. His, um, oh my gosh, this uh, this tea is the reason it's called American Roots is because it has the sarsaparilla root in it, so it's got a, like a root beer flavor. But then it's got mm-hmm. like a bunch of other really cool chai-ish spices. So it's like a chai. Gosh, I don't. know. It's a subtle chai taste with sarsaparilla root and some other things in there. So it's oh, it's so good. It's such a end of summer almost fall drink though. It's just perfect. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Ooh, yeah. speaking of fall, I just yeah. have to say, yeah. chili season is upon us. Chili. Oh, yeah. I love 
chili so much. And I don't think I had an intense love for chili until we moved to Savannah. And Nico and I started cooking it more and just like on a rainy day, whatever. And we actually just had chili for lunch (laughs) today. It was so good and it's good leftover. You can freeze it if you make too much. Totally. Oh, you can make so good. chili popsicles out of it. You can lick them no, on a hot day. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Chili sickles. <laughs> on a hot day. Yeah. Fantastic would jump all over that, wouldn't he? <laughs> wouldn't you, Ben? Wouldn't you? Chili popsicles? Come on. Oh, come on, man. We used to we used to make lard sickles. You take bacon grease after cooking bacon and you pour them in an ice cube tray, stick a couple popsicle sticks, throw them in the freezer. You got yourself a nice little tasty treat on a hot day. Lard sickles. Wait. Mm, mm. <laughs> I was going to say maybe after the apocalypse, but you wouldn't have a freezer if that oh, was the dude, case. This so. is real stuff. We actually did it. Not kidding. It was kind <laughs> of gross. Yeah, it was disgusting, <laughs> but it was funny. I'll tell you that much. Same with chocolate covered white chocolate covered garlic cloves is uh, hilarious too. Not, not good, but so oh, what do you put in your chili? I mean, are you the, the put a little cheese in it? Anything else like Fritos oh, or yeah, other like things? S- toppings. Yeah. Toppings. That's what I meant. Sorry. Well, our favorite chili recipe is white chicken chili. Oh, I see. I love that stuff. Oh, it's nice. so good. Yeah. There's um, Serrano. It calls for jalapeno instead of Serrano, but we like Serrano better. So yeah. we use Serrano, but we do Serrano, Poblano and Anaheim oh, I love and chicken, obviously, um, along with like garlic, all that good stuff. What else is in it? Cannellini beans. Mm. It's just, mm, it's so good. And then I put a little bit of cheese. Can't do too much because it will make me feel bad. But a little bit of cheese. You're dairy? Yeah, actually. I I don't think I knew that. I know our captain is a little bit. A little bit. I I wasn't originally, but I cut out milk. And so now my body just can't. Ah, handle it. Like I cut out dairy and I can't go back now. That's like, so, that's like when I stopped drinking, I, I cut out alcohol and then I can't drink anymore. If I even drink a little bit, it messes me up really bad. So, Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's terrible. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just not, but, <laughs> but I didn't I'm going to stay away that. from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No milk. Cheese is usually okay because it's lower in lactose, especially yeah. harder cheeses like yeah. um, oh, Parmesan, mm-hmm. stuff like that because it's aged. And so, the lactose huh. levels are lower, mm-hmm. which I actually just recently found out. But yeah, ice cream is what I really cannot tolerate. I'm sure. Whatsoever. Wow. I'm sure. Yeah. Depends which on the day for bummer, me. Which is such a bummer, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my stomach does not like ice cream. Other times it just makes me gassy. <laughs> TMI, guys. TMI. <laughs> high five. Smack. Oh, that was good. I, I don't think you got high fived back for that one, though. That's all right. I yeah. high five yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel bad though. Cause I, I know some friends and family who are lactose intolerant and, and cheese is like a staple for me. Uh, although, I mean, I know I yeah. can't, you're not supposed to eat it all the time. I, and I, I know milk, milk products in general are not always good for you. I mean, it's true. And that's bit. why I cut them out. I was yeah. having like, whenever I, before I started drinking Cortados, I had lattes a lot, mm-hmm. like in high school. And obviously there's a lot more milk in a latte yeah, exactly. than a Cortado. Um, and I have been reading a lot about how dairy is not very good for your body and for your skin. Like humans were not made to digest dairy. Yeah. Dang it. And not past so, like um, infancy. Yeah. Really? And so right. that's why a lot of people are lactose intolerant. And mm-hmm. so I cut it out, but then Nature. I just, I yeah. just can't go back to it. I can have little bits of milk, like in a coffee, if like a place doesn't have alternatives or something like that. But 
ice cream, I really can't. Cheese is sometimes okay, but but honestly, I'm okay with it because I think it's better for my body anyway. Oh, totally. Yeah. So. You're right. What about right. like cream? If you have like an espresso with a little cream in it, does that bother you? I'm just curious. It's like a table if, tablespoon. Yeah, but if it's, it's also a little higher bit. Fat, I think it's probably fine. Okay. But like creamy, like pasta sauces and stuff like that. Like, okay. oh my gosh. Because well, yeah. I've heard that the higher fat, healthy, by the way, not like so like grass fed whole milk. Apparently, this is what I've read from a scientific standpoint, but everybody is different. So we never really know for sure. But I've read that it actually does not hurt your body as much as like a 2% milk. So if you're getting a latte with 2% milk in it versus like an espresso with a little bit of cream, of course, the volume is less, but also the high fat content causes it to affect you less because it has to, it takes longer to break down. Supposedly. I mean, again, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't go test it because if it hurts you, then don't even go there. But it's more of a, It's, it's interesting too, because not only like are humans not technically supposed to like be able to digest milk, but we're also the only species that drinks the milk of other yeah. animals. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I, that's true. That's true. You would not imagine. I drink okay, I'm I'm starting to over exaggerate here. I drink about <laughs> three gallons of lactose free skim milk per week. That's a lot. Really? Yeah. But I, it's skim milk, lactose-free, but I drink a lot of milk. I have at least one glass of milk a night. And then when I make my banana smoothie, it's got like a half a gallon of, of uh, So interesting. Some people just love it. drinking milk. And I, yeah. I've never been that person. Okay, I love chocolate milk. Chocolate milk is actually really good. But chocolate almond you. milk? Ooh. Yeah, I can't tell better. you. Even better. But I'm not here to... I can't I'm stand not here almond to milk. support the almond milk. <laughs> train because almonds no. are bad for the environment. Oh, they really are. And they're killing California. Oh, really? sadly. Oh, yeah. dude, that sucks. Cause I, uh, my, my coffee creamer is almond milk. Yeah. It's, it's oh, unfortunately not good. You should research uh, it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's, it's, it's so terrible. No, I think I'll just stick my head in the sand again my, and uh, <laughs> pretend that I never heard this. So my family and for, yeah. Okay. Well, you're right. Let's just, let's just move on. <laughs> I, I won't even tell you my story, but you're right. You're right there. Uh, you know, I can't stand almond milk anyway. For some reason I love almonds, but I can't stand almond milk, but I love oat milk. I love hemp, too. hemp milk is actually the closest to whole milk slash cream that I've found as far as taste and consistency. It's amazing. So I yeah, love you know, hemp dude, milk. And then I remember also, you telling uh, me that. Yeah. What was it? I know. I remember you telling me that too yeah, separately. It's so good. And it's hard to find because, well, you know, it takes a lot of work to squeeze the milk out of those little hemp seeds. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a in demand. But the other one though is, and I'm totally spacing it now. Oh, shoot. Anyway, oh, flax milk. There we go. I was like even smaller, uh, even smaller than a hemp seed. Flax milk is also very good. So I can do flax milk and hemp milk most of the time. Oat milk is great. Cashew milk is also like if you get cashew milk yeah. ice cream, that's creamy. Mm. That's beautiful. Tastes good. Real good. Yeah. And then coconut milk, it, it depends. I'm. Oh, gosh. No, not in coffee. Not no, in coffee. What, it makes thing. it taste like Maxwell House instant coffee. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It does. Like, yeah. coconut it's milk depends. But a coconut milk in a smoothie is good, but coconut milk in coffee is nasty. Mm. I mean, that's the thing. That's why I said it depends. And I think almond Couldn't milk and coffee you kills it. I don't it's like true. Yeah. it just takes over the flavor, but like oat milk chai it doesn't even taste like coffee anymore. Oh, yeah. But so oat milk good. chai is so good. So good. Yeah, exactly. Well, and even oat milk, oat milk and latte is really good. Yeah, exactly. See, mm. we're on the same page. I appreciate that. Good. Yeah, good. I, it's good to have someone that agrees with me around here. I'm, I'm kidding. <clears throat> I'm totally kidding. Okay. Wait, I want to mention something. Today is September 11th. 
So I just want to say, day to remember, honor the heroes. Some of us remember that. Were you 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 were born then, right? Caffeinatrix? Yeah, you were you were alive, just don't remember. Yes, it. I was I was one year old. I was just gonna say you were like one or two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a Those horrific of us old day. timers. Yeah, I can all remember where we were when that yeah. went down. I think um, if if you were old enough to remember, period, regardless of whether you were you know, remembering things at three or four or whatever, you know where you were when that happened. That was one of those yeah. days. But uh, luckily, there aren't very many days like that. Oh, we're gosh. pretty lucky. I hope in that we never have anything like that again because that was. We will, but hopefully, it won't be anytime soon. Okay, I'm just talking statistics, Brian. Yeah, it's you're, right, happen, you're right. You're right. Well, and you know, let's <laughs> let's be honest. We've had some things recently that don't. Yes, they're not as is. Um, what would be the word as world shattering? Yeah. World shattering. And also like the magnitude of them, even though there have been some recent things that are just as horrific. Oh yeah. And just as meaningful, but exactly. Think think about it. Put it in perspective as world shattering, quote unquote, as nine 11 was for us. Can you imagine if world war three broke out? Let's hope not. How would that compare to nine 11? Well, remember our grandparents, your and mine grandparents lived through world war two. Yeah. Mine were the tail end. Tens of millions of people were killed. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just giant world shattering events like that. Well, they happen once in a while. Luckily, we've just been very we've we've been insanely lucky that nothing like that has happened in our lifetimes. So you want to know what's really interesting though is like I I think about I mean, uh, granted, you know, I mean, I was only two hundred and sixty when World War Two hit. Um, <laughs> time flies. He's man. the Highlander, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there can be only one Brian. I, I'm immortal. World War II brought our country together. It unified our country. You know, it, it created a... Hardcore. Yeah, it created a lot of patriotism, which was really amazing. Vietnam did not do that at all. No, um, and or should it have. And I don't remember really much of anything since I've been alive doing that with the exception of 9-11. It unified the country again and it brought yeah. patriotism back. And yep. then it's crashed ever since. And I think, <laughs> I think today... We're probably at the all-time low of unification and patriotism in this country. Probably since seen, the country's yeah. ever ever been alive, which that just saddens me. I get well, what's, since the Civil War. Since the Civil War. Well, true. And Good possibly point. possibly since uh, the late sixties. That that there's a there's an argument yeah, there as well. That's true. That's true. I it just saddens me. I mean, I, I get why things are going on, but it still saddens me that there's not that unity that we need. We need it. Yeah, I mean, some uh, somehow we need it. We need a unified front to fight against the evils. And yes, well, we all you, know what those evils are. Let's all cross our fingers that aliens invade Earth because that That's would true. be the next best thing to unify our species. Except yeah. we'd get wiped out, <laughs> in which case none of us would be alive. To uh, not, if they're, not if they don't want to wipe us out. I mean, That's true. there's all sorts of scenarios that we could happen. You could just there. infect them with, the, with COVID and they'd all die. <laughs> <laughs> and Steven Spielberg yeah, could make a movie out of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They breathe our air. Yeah, they're that dead. Be That'd be hilarious. Anyway, so there you go. Just wanted to, to throw that one out there. I know there are people that I know that have lost friends and family from September 11th. So mm-hmm. anyway, just wanted to bring it up. But speaking of COVID, you got tested. I hear caffeinatrix. I did. Why? Oh First of all, gosh, why did. did you, did you have a scare or were you exposed? No, so actually I visited my grandparents, my, my dad's parents in Oklahoma. Ah, and yeah, so we went there because my grandpa's kind of been sick this summer, mm-hmm. but and he's finally home. He was in the hospital for months. Mm. And so he's home and we went to see them for a few days, but we flew and I was 
a little apprehensive about flying, but I also didn't want to drive because we did that earlier in the summer. And I was also so busy with school. I was like, I can't take a whole day to just drive two whole days. So, um, yeah, we flew and then I came back and, um, instead of like quarantining for two weeks, I didn't think I had it, but just to kind of be respectful of the people around me, um, and what they might have going on in their, in their lives, whether it's someone they know that is high risk or they're high risk themselves. Yeah. I just didn't want to quarantine for, for two weeks, just waiting to see if I had it. So yeah. Um, they offer symptom and symptomless testing for free through our County. Oh, nice. And so, um, yeah, I registered for an appointment online. I was very scared because I've seen how those tests go. Oh, I know. And I actually, (laughs) I recorded it. I recorded myself. Oh, weird. But yeah, oh, so, so I made an we get to watch someone stick a Q-tip way up your nostril. Is that what? Oh we my get? gosh, yeah. If you if you want to see, it, I'll send it right over. Uh, oh, rocket man! We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, be great. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but no, so they do it. They do it Tuesday through Thursday of every week, and so I made an appointment on a few weeks ago on like Tuesday, I think. So I went. And I had to wait in this line for a bit. And then it was my turn to go. So they come and they like check you in. And then they put the, like this bag with the swabs on your windshield. They put it under your windshield wiper. Huh. And then you just drive up into like the tent. And there can fit two cars in the tent. And there's one like nurse per car. And they come up to your window and they're like, hey, roll down your window, blah, blah, blah. Like, have you had this done before? Obviously I said, no. She was like, are you nervous? Obviously I said, yes. And, um, so yeah. And then she said, it shouldn't hurt. It should feel uncomfortable. Like you got pool water up your nose is what she told me. That's not bad. And so she gave me a tissue to blow my nose first. And then she had me look straight ahead and tilt my head back. And she only did one nostril. Thank goodness. Okay, good. But yeah, so then she stuck it back there and I was like, oh. wow, that's far back. And yeah. then it just kept going. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, is it all the way back? And then she was like, okay, now I'm going to count to 10. And then she counted to what? 10 with it in there. And each time she would count, she would twist it. Oh, and that was this the feels worst like, by the way. part. It was like one twist, two yeah. twist, three. And then eventually it felt like the longest 10 seconds of my life. She pulled it out. And there was blood on it. She was oh, like, wow. you might get a, a nosebleed later, oh, but it shouldn't late. be bad. And I was like, okay, <laughs> wow. but I, I never got one, which I didn't really oh, expect because I never get nose, nosebleeds. Thank goodness, because th- they're terrible. Uh-huh. So yeah, and then she just put it back in the bag and I drove away. And then on, I think it was Saturday, like a few days after, I got my results back by email. Obviously, I was negative, which I thought. But yeah, they were like, if it's negative, we'll send you an email. If it's positive, we'll call you with what you should do, blah, blah, blah. But thankfully, that wasn't anything I had to worry about. But the results came through my insurance, which I thought was interesting instead of the county, which is where I got my testing from. Yeah. So I was like, huh, that's a little weird. But that is definitely not something I'm going to do ever again. Dude, I, uh, I feel something touching the back of my throat right now and my nose hurts. I mean, I can... It does. <laughs> no, it but felt so strange. My mind went of, somewhere. <laughs> it, is, it kind of did feel like getting pool water up your nose. See, but I've, had, I've been more scoped uncomfortable. before. I've been scoped before because, you know, I use my voice all the time. And so at one point I was like, I need to double check my 
my vocal cords to make sure that they're healthy and everything like that. And so I went and saw an ENT once, but here's the thing. They sprayed some kind of a numbing agent, you know, up the nose and, you know, it went, of course, back into the canals and down, but, or whatever the heck that thing's called. So then when they scoped up and keep in mind too, this is a thin camera on a tube, which is, I know, thinner than the swabs they're using for COVID testing. I mean, I could feel it, but it didn't hurt. It just, you know, you feel it go up the nose and all the way back down and you can feel it touching your throat and down and all that and checking to make sure everything was fine. But it was weird to me. And I I just remember the sensation and going, oh my gosh, I could never imagine having this done without numbing agents. And then I know COVID testing, they don't numb you. And it's just like, ah, I I can't wrap my head around the necessity of sticking the thing that far up into your, into your sinus cavity and then doing the whole twist thing, you know, that to get it, keep oh it in gosh. there a long time. And I, I mean, know what? it was so uncomfortable. It definitely stung. And for the rest of the day, I just felt it, but she only did one side. Thank goodness. Oh. But I felt oh. it on that side of my throat, like for the whole rest of the day. That's the educational portion of the program. I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, if you want a visual. If you're all yeah. cringing right video. now, I understand. Yes, and definitely send the video so we can all watch it for those of us who can't turn away from things like that, like the train that rolls over someone, you know, that kind of thing. That's just horrible, ah. horrible stuff. I will. <laughs> I mean, if I had to do it again, I if I had to, I would, but... Yeah, sure. That was definitely not an enjoyable experience, and I don't think it is for anyone. To temper her little anecdote there, my wife got COVID tested a couple weeks ago, and she said it really wasn't that bad. So, Yeah, but you um, think colonoscopies are fun. Yeah, but you get drugged, oh and you don't know what's happening. <laughs> Come on, dude. Free drugs, Brian. Oh, my gosh. Natalie, I'm, I'm glad you don't have COVID. That's great. And by the way, I also Me wanted too. to say this, too, that <laughs> this is huge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being the kind of person who, and you even said this, you did it to respect those around you to make sure that you weren't going to spread it to someone else. And you know, yeah, you didn't want to do the whole quarantine, but you basically, you were either going to quarantine or you were going to get tested and you did it to respect others. I've been saying that, like, I wish people would respect others when it comes to this right now. And that's all I ask. Like whether you agree with whatever the rules are or not, just do it to respect others. And most people really push back on that. And I just want to say, thank you for being that superhero who respects others because there's, there's not enough of us. So yeah, I second that. that that's, that's high kudos for Thank you. you. Uh, Caffeinatrix. That's Thank you. I mean, guys. I wouldn't, it wouldn't even, I I'm, I'm respectful of others, but it wouldn't even occurred to me to do that. And so that, that's, a, that was very inspirational actually. If you, if you, if you look at it like that, so yeah. I'm going to let you be uh, the influence to the, you know, the rest of us. So just, just keep, keep sharing you what my you do. Job. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be a calf. I'm the influencer now. Yes. Calf an influence. Calf an influence. Calf an influence. Oh my gosh. That's so great. You're that just, would get too confusing. You're, you're just right. going to have to go down to captain. The captain. Yeah. The captain. Captain. Okay. So captain crunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all I'm thinking of colonoscopy and Captain Crunch. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay, moving you're on. You're making me hungry. Moving, moving on. on. Uh, going to uh, <laughs> so <laughs> y- your your computer. Blah blah blah. You got your new you know graphics card, and then of course oh, the new Nvidia cards just got announced recently. Oh. Are you yeah. are you really disappointed though? Would you have seriously waited for the new graphics cards to actually come out and actually be on sale and actually wait for them to be available and then actually wait for them to be on a good price? I wasn't going to because I knew that they were going to be coming out semi soon from my friends, but it's kind of annoying that I, that I just picked now to be building a new machine and yeah. right after I get my card. Now, I haven't taken it out of the box yet, 
So I could return it, get a refund, and wait and use my old card and my new machine for a few weeks. And then once the NVIDIA 3080s and 3070s are released in a few weeks, uh, 3080, I guess, is coming out first for some reason. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it's flagship. like a $700 card, which is $200 more than I paid for mine. Oh. And now mine is now obsolete. So I'm thinking, do I just eat the extra 200 And I, I'm just kind of not sure what to do right now. So You could return it and just kind of hold yeah. off. I'm kind of leaning that direction because I can get almost twice the power for a little bit more money if I just wait a few weeks. I'll be absolutely... so shocked beyond belief if it truly actually releases for that price. I mean, it's it, going to release for that price. What I'm worried about is that it'll be on back order for months and that I'm not going to wait for that. So or that's, it'll that's be, really where my conundrum comes. That and or it'll be that um, that version where it's the really low powered one. It's like the, the entry level one for that price. But if you yeah. really want the power that truly is the two times, you know, power and speed and everything, you're going to be paying 1500 or something. I mean, who knows? I, I'd be... Well, I'll, I'd be shocked, but at the same time, I'd be like pleasantly, beautifully surprised if they actually drop the price finally after well, I'm gonna so hit, many years. I'm going to hit Mike up on game night and see what his opinion is. I've already got a couple other opinions and then I'll kind of make a decision from that. So anyway, that's my little Steve story for the day. Cool. Steve's cool, the name right? of his computer. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, by the way. No, no, yeah. sh- thanks for sharing that. You know, and they were telling me to wait because, you know, I had built my computer back in February, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a computer. That so was it was too like long ago. That and I couldn't wait because I had nothing. You know, at least you right, still right. have something to work with. That's true. So I was like, sorry, uh, I have to do it. But I mean, I could probably sell my 2080 if I wanted to and probably still get a ridiculous amount of money for it because people people love buying the previous generation. Here, me, that's me. Right yeah, there. see, so I could probably get almost full price for it as a used card that's barely been used and then go out and right. buy a new one and maybe even save money. Who knows? Who knows? Boom. Dude, so you're watching. Well, actually, hold on. Before that, I want to hear about your your thoughts on Cobra Kai, but I hear you have a really cool superhero story, even if it's short. It's cool. Oh, this is the best superhero story you've heard in weeks, by the way. So I went to, I don't know. Have you heard of McAllister's? It's a uh, deli. Or we had one here. I don't know if we still do. So I went to McAllister's uh, a couple weeks ago to get a large iced tea because they have really good. They're known for their iced tea. And the cashier gave me my drink for free because he liked my Wayland Utani shirt. Oh, that's awesome! I had a Wayland. Anybody who doesn't know what Wayland Utani is, it's the it's the company from the Alien franchise movies. Mm-hmm. And Wait, is know, it Utani or worlds. Utani? Utani. Oh, great! Utani. Is it, is it I'm potato, sorry, potato, it's, it's Japanese. So the, the Utani part's Japanese. So okay. Utani, three syllables. Uh, <laughs> anyway. He liked my t-shirt. He that's gave me so the thing awesome. for free. That was so great. I was like, thanks, dude. That's really cool. So that's you know my... I, I, I love it when story. you wear t-shirts that you know some people get and some people don't. And then the people that get it will either laugh or they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And yeah. I like that, you know, because you're connecting with people. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's right. But at the same time, I don't like to wear really ostentatious t-shirts like that that will deliberately attract attention to myself. Yeah. So it's got to be obscure like that. And then I'm fine with it. So that's the thing. So there's, you know, there's a little fun t-shirt companies like Quirt. What is it? QWERTY, I think is one of them. And uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of them out there and they, yeah. they have a lot of, you know, designers that come in and make these really super creative shirts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're like super nerdy and stuff like that. But what I really love is the ones that are subtle like that. So it says, you know, it, it just says Wayland Yutani. That's it. I saw a whale. It's funny. After you had told it's got me the logo. Yeah. 
after you told me about this, it was like I saw the whale and Utani shirt and then it's just like they kept going like the Nostromo and you know, and then it had like alien at the bottom. I'm like too much guys like you don't yeah. need to say all that because now <laughs> it's just stupid. And then there was this one that I really wanted and it was it was like a circle of this beautiful landscape, you know, with trees and everything. But the the way that the trees and the well, basically like the forest landscape was was painted was Bob Ross's face in it. Oh, neat. but it was super, super subtle. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want that shirt. And of That's course, really cool. It was sold out. I never got a chance to ever get it again. But it was just it was so subtle that it's like if you looked closer, you're like, That's Bob Ross. But it didn't That's say sweet. Bob Ross on the shirt because I'm like, OK, now you've gone too far. Now, I have two questions for Caffeinatrix. Are you ready, Caffeinatrix? Yes. Okay. Number one is, what is your favorite t-shirt that you own? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I have a few favorites that are in the rotation. One of which is my Harbinger t-shirt. Oh, okay. Happy at Harbinger? No, actually, it's one of the new ones with the graphic on the back. It's the same as the sticker, Sweet. but it's on the back, the T-shirt. I don't have that one. That one's just I, I so soft and comfy. One. Dude, yes, their fabric is phenomenal. Holy cow. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, okay. So I like that one. I really like my Patagonia T-shirt. And one of my favorite ones, actually, I bought it because I needed to wear a certain color to this banquet. And I signed up for orange because orange is my favorite color. Yeah. And I didn't even have an orange like t-shirt. So I was like, oh, so then I went to ARC and I was looking in like the men's t-shirt section and I found this orange t-shirt. There's like these two palm trees in a hammock between the two trees with this turtle laying in the hammock. It is one of my favorite t-shirts and I almost didn't even buy it. Okay, next question. Okay. Do, you, do you even know who Bob Ross is? Are you kidding me? I'm an art student. <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he I was think, old school when I was a kid, so I'm just, I'm just no, curious. No, every, everybody knows who Bob Ross no, is No, everyone now. loves Bob Ross. Yeah. Okay, good. I was just curious when he you were made, talking yes. about it. He oh. made a huge resurgence, though, in popularity after he died. Okay. So, yeah. 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 He was cool. I, wish, I soothing. really wish I could have met him in person. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, okay, so... Carl. You know, you're talking about t-shirts. We got so I mean, oh my gosh, I have so many, so many great t-shirts that I love, and and shirts in general. You know, like I have a Nuggets and a Phoenix Suns jersey with the real Brian on the back. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Another custom mm-hmm. seven, but I have a really cool shirt, a t-shirt, and it's a Cobra Kai t-shirt, and it oh, says Cobra dude. Kai on the front. You know, it's got the whole logo, and I was like, yes, oh, I love this. That's awesome. And you've been I'm watching jealous. it. You've been watching it. Yeah. So remember how Netflix I went to Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Netflix bought it from YouTube TV. Thank goodness. And I'm so happy. I've been watching it every night. I'm through episode six of season one. I totally love that show. If you, yeah. if you liked Karate Kid, the original, I just don't see how you couldn't like this series. It's, it's oh, yeah. There's something about how they're writing it. And I, I can't quite nail it down, but the style of writing on this series it's sort of organic. I don't know if that's the best word to describe it, mm-hmm. but every episode has me smiling and excited for more. I, I love it. So you know how we were talking about with Bill and Ted that they were trying to reach like the original audience of you know the original Bill and Ted movie, yes. and then they're also trying yeah. to reach like quote new generation that has never really experienced all that, and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't think about this last week, but I with Cobra Kai, it's like they're trying to reach the people that either grew up with or loved the original Karate Kid movies. 
mm-hmm. and also a quote young new generation that's experiencing it for the first time, but somehow they have nailed it. They've nailed yeah, both I, audiences perfectly. Now I, I haven't spoken to anyone uh, in like Natalie's generation, for example. Natalie, have you watched Cobra Kai at all? Just out of curiosity. No. Okay. Have you ever <laughs> no. seen the Karate it, it, Kid from eighty four? 1984 is that what oh shoot i don't think i've seen the old one i've seen the new version though oh the, okay. i've oh, at least seen parts of the with old like version. jaden smith or whatever yeah yeah that one was not good comparatively not good yeah <laughs> yeah okay. if, if you have a chance to see it and you like it check cobra kai out it's so worth it but it's, even cobra kai itself is okay. really really good but it really helps to see at least the first karate kid movie yeah because you kind of need i mean it's it's super helpful because you know where these characters are coming from. Otherwise you're yeah. kind of thrown into it. So it's a true sequel of the movie 30 years later. So yeah, anyway. they've nailed it. I mean, you're right. It's I'm so excited that this season three is actually coming out and I have heard a rumor that chosen was it Tahuchi Taguchi something. I don't remember what his last name was, but chosen from Karate Kid two. Oh yeah. The bad guy. Yeah. He's going to be in, I mean, that's a rumor. He's going to be in season okay. three. So if that's truth, actually going to happen, then you're going to want to watch Karate Kid 2 as well. Elizabeth, which is also a good movie, by the way. Elizabeth yeah. Shue is also rumored to maybe show up in season three. We don't know yet. So. I hope she does. She needs to I because she's made her, you know, reappearance in like the boys and some other stuff recently. Yeah. So that would be awesome. Anyway, that's get, get Elizabeth Cobra Shue tire. back. Get um, Tamalyn Tamita back who was, uh, well, Karate Kid 2 was her first movie. Tamalyn Tamita. Holy cow. That's crazy. These are the things you learn and you remember. And I don't know why I remember these things. (laughs) But anyway, what I was saying earlier, I haven't spoken to anybody younger who has watched Cobra Kai, who wasn't, who didn't grow up on the original movie and who has an opinion about it. So I don't really know from anecdotal experience or whatever, how it's setting with younger audiences, but I I know for sure they nailed it with, uh, I feel for sure that they nailed it with the older audiences. Everyone I've talked to who has watched it, regardless of what age they are. Although again, I agree. I haven't talked to like, like Natalie, I I don't, I haven't talked to you about or really anyone else. Probably. I don't know who knows, but everybody I've talked to that's watched it has absolutely loved it regardless. Yeah. They've just said, this is just so well done. And they're short episodes. That's the, uh, that's even better that they're like 20 minute episodes. So Season one was definitely better than season two, although I really liked season two as well. It was it was a good continuation. So you'll like it. I'm just so glad it's on Netflix because it's much more accessible now. And it's so oh my gosh, it's so funny. I mean, I think I saw an article saying like a a once obscure hit has now become the number one show in America. And I just thought that's that's the whole point. Like everybody who had the chance to watch it was like, this is phenomenal, but hardly anyone had the chance to watch it. And now that it's on Netflix, it's like everybody's seeing it now and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed this. So yeah. check it out, Natalie. Tell us what you think of it. I'm curious if you, uh, like, yeah, I, I would be Netflix? curious. Yeah, Cobra Kai's on Netflix, on Netflix yeah. Okay. The Karate Kid itself, I don't know. I mean, I own the movie, <laughs> so I have no idea where you'd find that. But it's such a good Enter movie. Enter house. <laughs> yeah, it's like over here. <laughs> you can't come over. Nobody wants to get together anymore. Um, <laughs> so I've been, as I mentioned earlier, Sarah and I've been watching Once Upon a Time. Oh my gosh, dude. I don't know why I never watched that show when it first came out. I mean, like I said, I, I knew people that did and they were podcasting on it and I was just like, eh, no thanks. But all of a sudden it's like, okay, we'll watch it. Fine. I wanted something that's kind of like magical. You know, I think I mentioned that on the show, you know, and literally magical. Cause I'm just like, I'm kind of getting tired of like real life, negative, heavy dramas. Like, ugh, enough. We already yeah. have enough of that in real life. I need something totally f- fictional. 
it's really good. I'm absolutely surprised how good it is and how they've tied in, you know, the fairy tale kind of stuff and how they've tied in. I, I don't know just everything about it. I'm just like, wow, I'm, I'm impressed. And I thought that it was going to be a very ABC style show. That's what kept me from watching it is I thought it me might too. be a really hokey ABC evening yep. style. Yeah. And that's the same reason. That's why I didn't watch it either. And season one, that's as far as we're still only on season one. It's not like that. Now oh, okay. it could become like that. I don't know, but so far it's, it's a, uh, I think it's really well done. Is it, like a contiguous season or is it episodic? You know what I mean? Contiguous. Is it, is it just, just, okay. Yeah. So each episode kind of builds on the, on the last one. Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. And what I, I like love that. is that they're taking characters. So, I mean the premise, and I'm not going to give too much away here, but the premise is that the whole curse, take away your happy endings, fairy tale characters are now living in our world, so on and so forth. You know, hmm. um, what I love is they focus on one character per episode and right. then they'll give the backstory and they'll tie it into present day. And every single episode is like that. It's a different character that even though, you know, you have your main characters that are involved within that story. It's very much like here's Geppetto. Here's Snow White. Here's Prince Charming. Here's the evil queen. Here's Rumpelstiltskin, so on and so forth. Like it's it's very focused each episode. And I just I love that because you really get the depth and the understanding as to who these characters are. And I love good character, gen, you know, not generation, but character development. When you get a chance to like actually understand why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really good. So I'm impressed. Good. Now I understand though. Caffeinatrix, trendsetter, Natalie, somebody, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, did you finish season two of umbrella Academy? Is that what I'm understanding? I, I did. Yeah. Um, I it? actually, I did like it. Okay. So it was trending on Netflix for a while as number one, I think it might still be because the second season came out and I had never watched it before. And then one night I walked in and my dad was watching it and I just kind of was hooked. And so then I um, watched through the the first season and then um, took a break because I was super busy and I didn't really have time to watch because obviously I want to be able to pay attention. I don't want it just in the background. Like, yeah. Um, and you really so, have yeah, to with I just that show. Recently Oh, yes, definitely. But I just recently finished it. And yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with season three. I did enjoy season two. I don't think quite as much as season one, but it was still good. But that's usually how it goes with shows. My favorite character, I think, is Klaus, if that's how you pronounce his name. (laughs) He's so funny. He looks like Jesus in the second. Well, yeah, he started a cult. (laughs) Yes, he started a cult. And he just like quotes songs like TLC, like... Yeah, the waterfall song that was so oh funny. my gosh i love that that was so funny but yeah no i really enjoyed it i'm excited for the third season whenever it it drops we'll see with corona holding everything up but yeah yeah what are your guys' thoughts i think you both have watched it is that true no i you haven't yet. okay brian started watching it yeah i'm i'm through episode five or six or something like that of season two there are so many things about it that I absolutely love. Like, you know, you just mentioned in Klaus and he's so funny. And uh, I mean, honestly, every character is really good. There yes. are genius aspects to the show. And I talked about this with Miss Ice, you know, as well. And there's like things that I just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And it's totally sucking me in right now. And then there are other things that I'm just like, what is going on? And then I have a really hard time getting through that because they're either just really slow or they're just kind of like, nah, not my style. Or it's just so bizarre. I don't know what's going on right now. Not that I can't follow. I don't know. 
So I, I don't know, like in abstract. one hand, it is. And that's, I think that's the thing about it is that it's so diverse, which I love, by the way, I love diverse, but it's almost like when you're listening to a piece of music that is so complicated and profound, it's like on one hand, you're going, this is just absolute musical genius. I love this, but it's not something that I can just listen to over and over and over. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's like that. Versus like a more simple song that just catches your attention and then you can't get out of your head. So in that sense, I mean, but you know, it was, it was written by, wasn't it the lead singer of chemical, my chemical romance, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, so that oh, really? That's what that. Yeah. And yeah, personal <laughs> friends. So that's why, oh, sure. that's probably why it's like that because you know, he's an artist, he's a musician, he understands prolific songwriting and stuff like that. And so that's kind of why I think the show is like that. It's, interesting it's such like a good blend of all of these different things that i would never even thought to put together yeah and yeah. i'm not i'm not really a, a a super fan of like like marvel or like superhero things like that but like this is different like oh yeah i don't know it's just like its own thing and they're like working to try to save the apocalypse or like stop the apocalypse from happening it's so interesting. They they have this monkey who like takes care of them. Like what? Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Oh, no. It's so cool. It really and is. I just, I don't know the combination of everything it, along with like, it wasn't even like there were songs written for the show, maybe like the theme, but like the music that was chosen to go with certain scenes. I'm like, wow, this, I feel like there is not a song that could fit better in this scene. Oh, so true. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's just, there's a lot of things about it that like, I wouldn't even normally like, yeah. but like I do, like it works in the show. And I think <laughs> that it's so interesting. The fact that it's so abstract, I think is why I like it a lot. And that's, you're right. Okay. So were you barista-ing? I don't know if that's a real word, totally making it up. Were you there at Harbinger when you guys had the, the I don't know, it was like a latte, but it had liquid smoke in it and other cool things. Smoky bear. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm assuming you tried that. Yes, I think so. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a huge latte person, but okay, I did but, try to try all of the seasonals. But it was an interesting combination though. That's my point, right? So when you're, when you're looking at a drink like that, I tried it and it was really fascinating. And I was like, like my taste buds were on an, on an adventure. I mean, it was amazing. I'm just going, <laughs> this is such a really interesting drink. I'm having a lot of fun with it, but it's not a drink that I want to have all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm having fun. It's wonderful, but this is not a daily drink for me. Or like I mentioned that ice cream shop that's here and they have like gorgonzola cheese, black pepper and walnut combination. And it's not a joke flavor and it's very interesting. And I'm like, I like it. It's my taste buds are on a journey again and I got to try this and I'm going to have some, but it's not a daily ice cream or a regular ice cream for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like visiting New York, but you don't want to live there. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it. My point is that's kind of this show. It's like it's not the, it's not the Star Girl for me. You know, I loved Star Girl. By the way, we finally finished Star Girl. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Holy cow! That was such a good ending. That show was just like, or or like Monk. You know, I've mentioned watching Monk, and it's just like you feel so good when you're watching it, and every it's just fun to keep watching, and you never really get tired of it. Like Cobra Kai. Yes, exactly. Cobra Kai. I mean, we could just go on forever on this. But Umbrella right. Academy, it's Difference. like there's this beauty to it, this amazing complication. I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. It's art. It's art. It's yeah, really, it's really cool, but it is complicated yeah, and, and, and it you keeps you on the edge of your your seat. Well, it's not like you can really relax. I kind of got yeah. stressed 
during it, but that's kind of how you're supposed to feel. But it's not like the office to me where I can have that on the background. I can fall asleep to that. Like that is a comfort yeah. show to me that I can watch over and over and over. It's not the but daily it was still drink. Very interesting. It's the profound drink that you want to at least experience once. I there mean, that's how I see it. it. It's just, I don't know. That's interesting, but glad you like it and I will finish it. But yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, I, have have to to get, I have to get in the mood to watch it sometimes because it's like, you really got to just kind of go for the ride. Oh my gosh. That's how I feel about 13 reasons why. Oh. I don't know if you guys have watched that show. I watched season it's, one and said, it's forget really it. It's really good, done. but it really, it gets my blood boiling. Yeah, and I think that that's true for a lot of people. And the fourth season came out a long time ago, but I'm like, okay, I've been saving myself because I'm like, okay, am I really in the mood for this right now? If I start watching it, I'm going to get sucked in and I'm going to get really heated. And so I haven't watched it. See, so I totally get what you mean. Season one for me was way too close to home in high school. Mm. And I was like, you know, I mean, I wasn't trying to commit suicide, but you know, I knew people that did. I knew, I mean, most of the stuff that happened in season one, either I experienced or people around me experienced. And I was just like, this is way too real. I mean, it's necessary for people to know about, but it's not entertainment for me. I watched season one. It was Very like, intense. wow, this was, this was too much. Very intense, yeah. especially when it comes to like rape and all of that stuff. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I definitely, you guys know of my sexual assault, like all of that. Mm -hmm. So it definitely does strike a chord with me for sure as it does with many people. But yeah, yeah I definitely special circumstances <laughs> hey, you know, are required for that viewing. Speaking of the sexual assault kind of thing, this actually ties in, but I started watching Rambo last blood. Okay. So first of all, I'm not really a Rambo fan ever. Like I never got into Rambo. People were like, dude, you got to watch Rambo, bro. It's like sweet, man. It's like some sweet eighties, you know, action, bro. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I went back and watched Rambo's one through three and I was just like, eh, all your surfer buddies were saying that. No, pretty much every other guy was <laughs> uh, I'm like, no, I never got into it. I never watched them. Like, I don't think I was allowed to. I don't even really remember. But I finally watched Rambo's one through three. And I'm like, eh, they're okay. I mean, I guess Rambo one, if if you like watched it in whenever year that came out in the 80s and you had any kind of background with Vietnam, which, of course, I was 300 at that time. So, you know, I was a little old for <laughs> for the war, but. I don't know. I didn't relate at all. And, and, but it was good. It was interesting, but it just wasn't whatever. And then two and three was really cheesy. I never saw the two, the 2008 Rambo movie. And I was like, but I remember when we were going to movies, you know, last year, the Rambo last blood trailer kept playing. And I'm like, this looks really good to me, but I've never seen the Rambo movies. And so I felt compelled to go back and watch them. And I was like, uh, so then I never watched this, but then I'm like, okay, the trailer looked good. I'm going to watch Rambo last blood. Oh my gosh. I'm really loving it so far. I haven't finished it yet because it's very taken. Like the premise is that the girl gets basically uh, captured and, you know, sold into sex slavery and stuff and which is horrible. It's horrible, but it gets my blood boiling. Just like you said, Natalie, it's like that kind of stuff really fires me up and I want to see justice and victory, you know, especially after that episode we did with Kristen. Yes. And it's just like, you know, it makes me so mad. And then, of course, you see Rambo coming in and, you know, I'm like, yeah, he's just going to kill everybody because <laughs> he's just, you know, the Rambo movies are just crazy. The whole, yeah, the whole joke is that he just takes machine guns with unlimited ammo and mows every single person down. That's the big joke. Yeah. So, I mean, he could helicopters. And oh, yeah, it's, it's completely unrealistic. But in Last Blood, it's very realistic and he's very strategic and he takes these 
these slavers out and you're just like, yes, so satisfying. It's a little gruesome though. Good old Sly Stallone, huh? Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, it's funny how uh, he looks really old in this movie, but this was last year. It just came out. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that because it felt like taken meets Rambo and like, whoa. Yeah. And it's so funny. So we had an episode episode. It was like three episodes ago now, three or four episodes. Never give up. Never surrender. We were talking about galaxy quest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Lord Thunder's like, dude, this reminded me of a movie called no retreat, no surrender. And he's asked if I had ever seen it. And I said, I've never even heard of it. Apparently it was one of Jean-Claude Van Damme's first movies back in the eighties. Oh, really? I don't huh. know if it was his first one, but it was one of the first and for blood sport or whatever got it, him. It really was famous. before blood sport. Yes. And so anyway, he's like, you got to watch this. It is total eighties cheese. I'm like, okay, fine. So I go and, and I watch it. I mean, you know, it's, it looks like the eighties, but the acting was so bad. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't think I've seen acting this bad ever. It's almost funny? like they tried to be the worst possible actors. You know, it's like, I don't think anybody could accidentally act this bad. So I, f- it felt like it was on purpose, but oh my gosh, the movie was so good. It was actually kind of like a karate kid, you know, where the, the kid gets bullied and he learns his karate and then he goes and fights. So I mean, almost the same exact story because it was, I think it was huh. 85. So it was the year no after retreat, no surrender. Yeah, huh? but it's so <laughs> hilarious, dude. But oh my gosh, the acting's bad. It's beautiful. Check it out if you're looking for something total cheesy. It's like spraying cheese whiz on a nacho cheese Dorito. Directly into your mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want something lighthearted and happy, which I totally did. There you go. All right, let's let's talk music and then let's wrap up. The first one is called Motor Mouth by K Straw, if that's how you pronounce it. Pretty fun. The chorus gets me grooving, you know. There's this one called Laughter by Astro Color and Wendy Reen or nice. Rennie or something Rene. like that. Yeah, and that could I have would, been high straw so too. Bad. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Sorry, guys. <laughs> it could be Reenie. <laughs> Not that they're listening, but it could be like uh, Wendy Wendy Reenie. Maybe. You just don't know. You never know. But anyway. But that one's really fun too. It has kind of like an oldie vibe to it, but okay. it's like also kind of feel good. And then Jello by the Palms is kind of more of like an alternative nice. um, lit chill, I like to call song. So sweet. <laughs> All right. I will put those in the TRBS 2020 mix so that if anybody wants to hear those, you can go check them out. Great. Yeah. So we talked about the new Bill and Ted movie last week and I checked out some of the music and I even said that the, the soundtrack and it was fun once again, totally, you know, reaching my lovely musical tastes is that the soundtrack in that movie was very diverse, which I just love diversity when it comes to music. So I had to throw in that throat singing song that which binds us through time. The really long title part one weird eclectic. Yeah, (laughs) by the wild stallions. I mean, come on. It's throat singing. It's that I totally forgot the name of that thing that that thing. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. What is that? I totally want one of those. Do? No, 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 no. It's, it's a, um, it's an electrical instrument. Like electrical. It has yeah, a, and like has a giant pipe up. on it and you, you wave your hand over it and stuff like that. And it goes like, yeah, it's really cool. And I've, I, oh. I know the name and I've heard them and I've, I've, I've played on one before. I really want one now because that would be so cool. We could do it on the show. Um, but yeah, it's got that. <laughs> it's got bagpipes, trumpet. I mean, it is the most ridiculously diverse song ever and it is bizarre. So I put that on the, the 2020 mix. There are some songs from that soundtrack that I really loved, like Culture Wars. Never heard of them. They're kind of a new indie group. Okay. I like genres 
because it kind of gives somebody at least an idea of like, okay, what style of music this is. And of course there's so, it used to be very straightforward, like rock alternative pop, you know, and now there's like all these new terms and everybody's starting to make up stuff now. So if I get this wrong, I'm sorry. I don't even know anymore. I'm going to call it alternative indie though. It's really cool. It's called leave me alone. Blame my youth. Once again, kind of a newer indie band, alternative indie. It's called right where you belong, but it reminds me a lot of Mumford and sons. I mean, almost like these guys sound uncannily familiar. It was really cool. And then I had to throw this in as, as, as kind of a joke, but I know there are people out there that love hard rock and metal. <laughs> it's by the band lamb of God and it's called death of us. <laughs> it is so funny. To, I don't know. Death like hard rock metal makes me laugh. Yeah, I know it stresses people out and some people it like calms them down and it's like they're, they're peaceful. They go to sleep to like, but I hear this stuff and I literally just uncontrollably start laughing. It's the funniest thing ever. So for some reason, like death metal brings me joy, even though I, I don't really enjoy it. It's just, I laugh. Okay. I'm so out there. It really is. Um, there's a lot of music here. I'm putting these all in the 2020 mix, but Paris has a new song. It's called Use Me. Oh my gosh, so good. It's like your alternative kind of electro pop style. Elenium. Paris spelled Pavris. Pavris. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elenium, which I still love Elenium, is just one of my favorite artists. He's kind of an EDM dubstep style nightlife. Beautiful, beautiful singer accompanying him. And I actually don't know who the singer is. He gets a lot of different artists. And I have to throw this one out there um, because if you grew up in the 90s and or listen to music from the 90s, you remember the band Ace of Bass? Oh, do I, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you know when I was funny? a senior, when I was a senior in high school, Ace of Bases, the sign was oh, my girlfriend song. and I's favorite uh, CD for like almost a year. We know, played it all the time. That song drives me crazy for some reason, but there's some other great stuff that they did. I mean, great at its at the time. Now, now I listen to it. It's it's great nostalgic wise, but yeah. uh, it's I wouldn't call it good music per se. But boy, no. that that brings it's. Ace of Base brings back memories. Let me just say that. What's funny though is like I realized that I've liked all of the famous. I mean, there's really only been three main famous Swedish bands: ABBA, Roxette, and Ace of Base. And for some reason, like <laughs> I like all of their music, and I don't know why, but it's that style. And you know what? Actually, I'll tell you why. They all do music with minor keys, and I love minor keys. It's just one of my. Mm. Mm. But you know, ABBA was pretty major key. I don't know. Eh, not all of their stuff though. Not all, but. Yeah, so like um, SOS, I'm trying to think of their music right now. Um, Lay All Your Love Disco on Me. Queen. Well, Dancing Queen was fun. Dancing Queen, that's But that's right. like everybody knows Dancing that one. So I'm, I'm thinking of like some of their deeper cuts was really good. But for some reason, like Roxette, I mean, no one I know even listened to them. It's just well, like... They were huge. Well, they weren't though. That's uh, they, were, they had like two albums that were huge and then like they weren't anymore and... It's really weird. It must but have been for, love from pretty woman. That was like, it was huge in the eighties. Like number one song in well, late eighties. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like since then, has anyone ever heard of them? Probably not. So no, of course not. That's the thing. So it's like, I, I find these bands that most people either don't listen to or don't. I mean, ABBA, everybody's heard of, but <laughs> rock set. I mean, I can guarantee you probably most listeners are like, oh, I think I've heard them, but I've never, I don't know their music. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. Anyway, the whole point of this, <laughs> I love this lovely tangent. Ace of Base has a brand new song. It's called mm. Stranger to Love, and it does actually sound like that early to mid '90s from that album style. Interesting. So it's it's it is interesting actually. I listened to it and I was just kind of like, wow, this kind of sounds like stuff from that sign album you were talking about. I'll have to check that out. So there you go. I'll check it out on your mix. 
enjoy it. That's right. And if you don't listen to music, you're a bad person. No judgment, but <laughs> just saying. All right. No uh, judgment. <laughs> all right. Trendsetter Caffeinatrix Natalie. I really don't know what to call you anymore. I feel like I should. Just I guess let's see what the fans think. NCTS. <laughs> how about that? NCTS. That's so funny. High five. High five. Smack. Okay. You have to come back here in the next, what, couple of weeks because you were going to talk more about some of the stuff you did, but we ran out of time. Dang it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, in your free time, if, if you beautiful people have any, my social media links are obviously below, including my new website, which oh. has all my current work along with a blog section, which has the video that we were talking about last time featured in there. That's yeah. Cool. You have to let me know what you guys think. Beautiful. Thank I you. will. I'm going to copy that link right now and I'm going to watch it right when we're done. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So all of that's going to be in the show notes, your rap video, your website, all of that good stuff. You want to check out what Natalie is up to. And, uh, oh, you know what? I, I see you posted the the shirt you were talking about with the turtle and the palm trees. You want me to post that on I there? I found too? a Google sure. image. Nice. I found a Google image of it. Sweet. All right. I'll throw that in the show notes as well. And then, um, <laughs> you know, if you really want to send us your video of you getting swabbed, I mean, that's fine. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to well, watch it. Well, it's up so. to you if you want to post it, but <laughs> it's just for your viewing pleasure at this point. But please do send me a picture with all your mugs. That'll be fun. All right. Well, thank you. Really appreciate it. And Captain, thank you as well. Here's the deal. I deep thoughts with Captain Influence. If I could be any plant, I'd be a blade of grass. That way I get a free haircut once a week for at least part of the year. You know what the music means. It's time to uh, go. Is it already? Yeah, already, know, dude? Know, dude, time flies when you're you know, on this show and having a good time. But all right, well, have a great week. We'll see you next week. This is The Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.